Healing Our Brokenness, episode 54, entitled The Art of Authenticity. What does it mean to be authentic? Being authentic can be thought of as being genuine, true to yourself, the real thing, so to speak. But how many of us are truly authentic people? Let's just give that some thought. And when it comes to being authentic, particularly in our friend groups, we tell one another, be yourself. I want you to feel like you belong. But do we really want our friends and our loved ones to be themselves? If we are ourselves at any given time, at any moment, what does that mean? It could cause feelings of being uncomfortable where we're quickly telling the other person things are going to be all right. And it's not that we should not try to uplift one another, to encourage one another, to edify one another. But a lot of times we have problems ourselves being able to listen and go there with someone else's pain. Why? For several reasons. One being, we ourselves do not want to think of ourselves as having to possibly be in that person's shoes or for be it. We really do go there and think about how terrible of a time or difficult of a time that particular friend or family member might be having. So we might judge them too quickly. Or if we don't judge them, shame them for having such feelings or quickly give them a Bible verse and tell them that God will provide or God is going to take care of everything. And all of that is true. All of it is true. God tells us that his word is not going to return until him void. However, when we are going through, sometimes the best thing that we can do is to sit and to listen 
And that can be one of the hardest things to do. Because as I said before, we ourselves do not want to picture ourselves as going there. But if we want others to be authentic, to be truly authentic, meaning being who God created us, uniquely created us to be, because he did not create any two of us to be alike. And if we really truly mean that and we tell someone else, you can always be yourself with me. That means that we have to be willing to have an environment that welcomes that. When it comes to healing, there are always three things that I like to think of that are necessary for a person. And number one would be time. Number two would be space. And then number three would be safe people. And when it comes to safe people, there are some safe people that we can tell all the details to. And then there are other safe people whom we have to basically set up boundaries with of telling only so much of the situation to. However, one thing about when we are going through, when we walk around pretending like nothing is going on and wearing the mask of everything being fine and our emotional and mental and physical and spiritual state says otherwise, it leads to incongruency in our whole being. And we're no longer an integrated whole person to bring that authenticity to life. But we are bits and pieces of ourselves with each group and in each setting that we participate in. And why is that? Because we've decided to put this certain situation in a box and pretend like it doesn't exist. But that certain situation, if not dealt with in therapy and with a safe group of people so that we can heal, is only going to fester and literally eat us alive. And it removes any hope of us being whole as a person and as a and for us to be truly authentic, truly living in who God created us to be and that freedom. And when we are holding back and bound up in secrets and shame, we cannot walk in the freedom that Christ died to give us. We cannot walk in that abundant life at work. In our workplaces, oftentimes they tell us that we should be able to feel free to come to them and talk to them about different things. However, that's also a place where our authenticity can be placed in the corner where we feel like we have to put on a mask. And I know years ago I worked in several different environments where once I brought up some personal issues that were going on, those issues were used against me particularly when I was expecting with my uh, son. And so therefore we feel like when we go to work, we have to put a mask on and pretend like everything's okay. And even though there, of course, is a time to grieve, there's sometimes when you just have to 
where you're not going to be able to control when you grieve. You're going to have to take a break, go to your car, go to the, to the restroom, go somewhere outside or wherever to a private place to release grief and the pain that you're feeling inside because otherwise you end up becoming sick. So we're in the workplace, we're wearing this mask because we're afraid of not being able to be ourselves. We're trying to be who we feel the authority expects us to be. And so that also presents a problem because in our friend groups, we're one person. In our workplace, we have a mask on. As another person, we're, we're not authentic to ourselves and we're walking around pretending like everything is okay or pretending like we're one way or trying to be like someone else at work instead of trying to incorporate all those God-given unique talents that God has given us. And then what happens is that when we are in church, we put on our mask. Hi, sister so-and-so. Hi, brother so-and-so. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. And we're nine times out of ten, we're not doing fine. We're hurting, hurting deeply. And instead of going to the prayer team or another group of people, our small groups within the church or someone else that we trust in church to talk to them to get that out, we walk around with our masks on. And once again, we prevent ourselves from being whole as a person. We're split off between the pretend me and the real me that has to take itself at home every night. And when we're at church, we even prevent ourselves from being authentic in our worship. It feels good if we can just see people just raising their hands because for be it if they are their authentic self. If they are shouting and praising God and thanking God by saying hallelujah, praise the Lord, thank you Jesus. If they are dancing in church, if they are running around, if they're waving their hands, for be it that, we want people to, we tell people we want them to be free. But if people are truly free in corporate worship, how do we respond to that? And one example that we are giving in the word of God is with David. David was so excited about the things that God had done in his life that he literally completely lost control of himself in praise to God. And his wife, Mikhail, was full of contempt and jealousy because of the fact that David decided to go full out and use all of his gifts and talents and everything that was in him and allowed his authentic self to come out and worship to God. And when Mikhail tried to mock him and criticize him, his comments to her, which is mine a paraphrase, of course, it could get crazier than this. I'm doing this to the Lord. He did not care about what other people thought. And so when we are hiding our lives from others, 
are we thinking about the fact that we are bringing more on our physical, emotional, and mental beings when we're not releasing, when we're stuffing our feelings, when we're hiding our ideas, our laughs, our griefs, our sorrows, our tears? Do we feel that that's going to make us stronger? Or do we know that later believe? Just some food for thought on this Monday night. The art of authenticity. When we think about that and we really allow God to help us to be uniquely who he created us to be. It is a freedom that comes with that. Freedom in our minds and our hearts and in our spirits. Thank you, Jesus. I got that out. Thank you, Lord, that I had someone to share that with. And there is a release. And you start to open up and feel more whole as a person. Not that the pain is gone, but that you feel more hopeful about things and about your healing and about joy. And when someone asks you again, how are you doing, that you can open up and say, you know what? I am really struggling right now. I wish you could pray for me. I wish you could pray for my kids. I wish you could pray for the situation at work. And even if we don't go into details about all the details about that specific thing, just being able to speak it brings it out, releases it. Being able to cry, whether it's sobbing, weeping, wailing, whatever type of crying that we have to do in order to let our true, authentic selves come out. I hope that something has been said tonight that resonates with your heart, with your mind, your soul, your spirit, and that you would walk with me on the journey of the art of authenticity, being the wholer, truer, purposeful, unique you. Thank you. And until next time. Places to learn instead of burn and perish away in nights never so cold. That I've seen the world from his great love How could I know what he could love? How would I have seen what he had in store for me If I didn't give up and let him be my valley of grace Where things would change Love that refines
gonna fade away when I see I need more of him. He whispers the sweetest of mercies upon my ears, and I won't go back the way it was again, 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 and now. Change. I've seen the lights of 